Welcome to the Bayou Business Download, a new podcast from the Greater Houston Partnership where we dive into the data and analytics influencing the region's economy and the core business sectors that drive Houston's growth. I'm your host, AJ Mistretta. On today's episode, we're chatting with Partnership Director of Data Analytics, Josh Farrago, about the state of Houston's startup and funding scene. We'll discuss what happened in the last year and what 2020 is likely to bring. Josh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Start off with Josh. Uh, we had some interesting tech news on the funding front to start the year. Tell us a little bit about High Radius. Yeah, so this is huge news for Houston. This is this is awesome. Houston is home to the first tech unicorn of the new decade, uh, officially in the whole world. So that's, we'll own that's, that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no better way to make an entrance. You know, this is big news for Houston because it's been kind of a missing piece for the region's startup scene. We have not had a tech unicorn to date. It's been kind of a box that has been left unchecked. And so now we have that to check. And that's a, that's a huge signal to the rest of the country, the rest of the world about the state of the region's startup scene. So that, that's, that's awesome. So what exactly is a tech unicorn? So basically a tech unicorn in the, in the funding sense is going to be a private company that is a tech startup that is valued at $1 billion or more. And so uh, the tech part, the tech startup part of that is really crucial because, you know, the the Houston Rockets, for example, are a privately owned, you know, company that's right. valued at over a billion dollars. And so really that tech part is is implying that the company has something about it that is innovative, that makes it highly scalable. So it's an unproven business model, for example, that investors find very promising, but also risky. So it's a different kind of risk. And so with High Radius, you know, I, I love this company. I love that this is the company that kind of broke that seal for Houston and, and kind of put us over the top for to, to be a unicorn because there's probably no better company that is more emblematic of the type of tech companies that we have in the region. Uh, what, what we're dealing with is, is, first of all, it doesn't fit the mold of what you would consider to be a stereotypical kind of tech startup, right? Okay. So for starters, they're, they're not really a startup in the sense that we mostly think of startups being new. So they've been around since 2006. Mm. They, are a, they make a very sophisticated uh, software product. So they make a product that is a financial cloud computing product that is geared toward large companies. It's a financial product that helps automate you know, treasury information and data. And, and it basically takes that and makes it... Uh, work for their balance sheets. So so they have over 200 clients that are Fortune 1000 and above. So very sophisticated companies use use high radius. And, you know, they've managed to grow uh, without seeking a lot of venture capital until now. And so this is kind of, this is a great, this is a great moment for them, you know, and a great moment for Houston, really. Now, contrary to some of the reporting out there, this wasn't actually the first Houston tech company to reach billion-dollar valuation mark, right? So uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so Houston has a a rich history of growing large-scale tech companies. Uh, A lot of people remember Compaq's fast rise in the 80s. They were one of the fastest-growing companies to reach $100 million uh, revenue. Uh, A lot of people know still today BMC and Pros as being major tech employers. Uh, All three of those companies are, you know, were valued at over a billion dollars. All of them came up in Houston. There's also a company currently in Houston called Idera, uh, which is a software firm that's valued over a billion dollars. 
the difference and, and what separates High Radius and what makes it a little bit special and unique is the first three of those companies that I mentioned were not valued at a billion dollars before they went public. And Idera became valued at about, above a billion dollars through some mergers and acquisitions. High Radius is the first company to do it outside of mergers and acquisitions. So they didn't join with another company to, to together be worth over a billion dollars. They grew outside of an IPO. They didn't go public. And so this is kind of that first company to really make it without being bought. There have been other companies like Blinds.com that grew in Houston and were valued in the hundreds of billion, millions of dollars, but they didn't quite reach that billion-dollar mark without being bought or going public, and I High Radius did it. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. You know, broadening things out a little bit, with 2020 in the books now, how did Houston companies on the whole fare when it came to funding last year? Yeah, AJ, it was a stellar year for Houston when it comes to VC. In fact, it was the best year ever for Houston venture capital funding. That's a good uh, thing to hear, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's never been a better time to raise tech funding in Houston than, than right now. 2019 saw tech startups in Houston generate $543 million, so over half a billion dollars in venture capital funding received by Houston startups. That's huge for Houston. Never before have we seen a number jump up that high. And then with this high-radius funding deal that we saw in early January of $125 million. Uh, that already surpasses any deal we saw all of last year. And so, so individual deals. Yeah, individual gotcha. deals. And so it sets us up for another stellar year in 2020. Kind of piggybacking on that, you know, there's been a concerted effort in recent years to really bulk up Houston's innovation and tech ecosystem, right? So we've seen some major project announcements, a slew of new startups, incubators, accelerators. Talk about a couple of the bigger milestones we've seen in 2019. Yeah, 2019 was really a year for setting the stage, I would say, for Houston. So we saw a lot of activity in terms of really developing out a lot of the startup development organizations. Mm -hmm. We saw some major announcements when it comes to you know, Generator and Mass Challenge, and then the ION has really been making huge waves in their development. So there's a lot, there's never been an infrastructure of support for entrepreneurs, for tech entrepreneurs in Houston, right. like we've seen develop, especially over the last year. And so really the stage is set for a lot of activity uh, next year in terms of, well, let's, let's see what some of these startups are going to do. And so when we get these new classes of entrepreneurs through the next wave of the Ion Smart Cities Accelerator, for example, or through Mass Challenge, we should start to see those companies branch out, set up office space in Houston, start hiring tech workers here, and hopefully we'll start to see the tech employment scene really boom in 2020. That's fantastic. You know, looking at other cities around the country that have been through this, right, and that have done this before us, you know, are there any cautionary notes that as we work to continue to broaden the infrastructure that we have here? Yeah, I think I think stepping back a little bit and kind of looking at what's happening around the country is kind of a good place to start with this. And, and one thing that's happening in, uh, in San Francisco, in Silicon Valley, is that companies are starting to look elsewhere for growth opportunities. And so when they when they start up in, in Silicon Valley and they grow to a, th a certain point, they're seeing that it makes sense, financial sense, to go, to, to go and open a second or third office somewhere else in the country. And so Houston and places like Dallas and Austin are right in the mix when it comes to being 
considered for those new office spaces. So maybe a, a Silicon Valley firm will keep its headquarters located uh, in California and will start to open second and third very large engineering divisions. You saw that happen with Uber in Dallas. Right. And so I would say for Houston, one of the cautionary tales is going to be just, just to have to be aware that we're competing with some of these other cities to be able to to attract some of these second and third and fourth offices. And so being aware that uh, we're right in the mix, but, but but we have seen some some of that activity start to start to go toward places like Dallas. And so r- really being aware of that is important, I think. Gotcha. You know, looking at the year ahead, what are you most excited about for the Houston innovation scene in 2020? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really excited about some of the deals uh, that got done uh, in 2019 and seeing some of these companies use some of the venture capital mm. that, that, that they received late last year and kind of start to prove out their businesses and, and add payroll. You know, this is going to be really exciting. We saw a company called GoXpeedy, which is right on the on the forefront of this energy transition and helping uh, oil and gas companies digitize their operations. So GoXpeedy is a local company. They, they help inter- oil and gas companies procure all of the um, materials and tools and things that they need to do their business. They, they do that online. And they just received $25 million um, in the fourth quarter. Mm. And so they're going to be adding lots of payroll. There are a number of companies like that that are kind of that mid-tier of right. growth. And so really seeing what some of these companies uh, like Arundo Analytics and you know Decisio Health are going to be able to do is going to be exciting, I think. That, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. That's uh, Josh Farrago, Director of Data Analytics for the Greater Houston Partnership. Josh, thanks again for talking with us today. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of the Bayou Business Download. We had help today from Maggie Martin. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so by visiting the podcast page on Houston.org. You'll also find links to recent data and news updates. And check out our other podcast, Small Biz Insider, which highlights the innovative business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders of the greater Houston area making a big impact in small business. Houston.org is where you can stay up to date with partnership events, networking opportunities, and more. Thanks again for joining us today on the Bayou Business Download. Until next time, I'm AJ Mistretta, encouraging you to engage with the partnership as we work to make Houston greater.